You're listening to Under a Pile of Books, and I'm your host, Calvin Park. I'm happy to be uh, back again for another weekly pod with everyone, and uh, excited about talking some books. So, jumping right in, my first book that I completed this past week was A King's Bargain, which is the first book in the Legend of Tal series by J.D.L. Roselle. And uh, I'd mentioned last week that I had started reading this. This uh, is one that has a really, really classic feel to it. Um, It is a coming-of-age story. It is a quest fantasy. There are warriors and sorcerers and... Uh, kings and palaces and all the the kind of stuff that you would would normally find in uh, you know kind of a a classic fantasy tale something that very much feels like a um uh, you know uh, Shannara uh, Terry Brooks Shannara series or um, Tad Williams, Memory, Sorrow, and Thorn, or The Wheel of Time, or, you know, those kind of uh, classic, uh, the Belgariad, right? Those those kinds of things. That That's very much what this feels like. Um, farm boy leaves village to, you know, uh, go to the big city, um, you know, uh, somewhat mysterious mentor, uh, who, you know, turns out to be a little bit more than, you know, all, all those kinds of things. That's what this book is. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed this one. Um, it, it definitely, for me, um, I think I was more intrigued during the first portion of the the book than maybe I was uh, as as the book sort of continued you know it it definitely um it, it definitely makes use of a lot of tropes and I don't think there's anything wrong with that but if you are one that that prefers maybe a uh, a fresher take on your fantasy stuff um you know then it's it's one that you just you just need to be aware there are a lot of tropes that that this one makes use of and if if you're not into tropes this one may not be for you i i also think that um you know for 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 me, there were also a couple things character wise that I, I just I didn't. As the book went on, I did not connect fully um, with with the characters. So it was you know it was fun. It was okay. Um, I you know I read it. I finished it. And uh, uh, you know there there were definitely some aspects that I enjoyed, uh, and some that fell, you know, a little flat for me, but uh, definitely if you enjoy, uh, you know, those, those tropes that I mentioned, um, coming of age story, 
uh, farm boy, uh, you know, all of that kind of uh, kind of thing, uh, you you may find a lot to enjoy in this one. So, A King's Bargain by JDL Rizel was the first book that I completed this week. I also completed uh, two graphic novels this week. Now, in this case, um, the the graphic novels that I completed are not actually fantasy graphic novels. I still want to talk about them briefly. So, if uh, if you are only here uh, for fantasy, you know, go ahead and uh, fast forward uh, a little bit or whatever uh, here on the podcast, and um, uh, you know pick back up after I'm, I'm done talking about these two graphic novels. So anyway, uh, the first graphic novel that I completed this week was uh, March Book Two. So this is uh, the, the March, there, there, there are three books, March Book One, Book Two, and Book Three. And these are sort of uh, autobiographical, um, you know, novel from or of uh, John Lewis. So uh, John Lewis, if you are not uh, familiar with him, if you're not uh, familiar with the maybe United States Civil Rights Movement, um, John Lewis was a major figure in the Civil Rights Movement. He was the chairman for the uh, Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee uh, in the uh, 1960s. And so he was present at a lot of uh, big events in the civil rights movement. He was a freedom rider. Um, he spoke uh, before Dr. King spoke uh, during the um, the March for Jobs and Freedom. And uh, John Lewis was a, was a speaker there. He was uh, just a major player in the civil rights movement and uh, also currently a representative for Georgia's 5th Congressional District. I think he's served there since the 80s or something like that. So um, longtime member of Congress uh, here in the United States, major civil rights uh, figure. And he, back in, I don't know, 2015, somewhere around there, about five years ago, uh, he began publishing this series of uh, graphic novels about civil rights and uh, about his life. And so uh, March book two, um, I read it. And uh, this, this really centers on the, you know, late 1962 and the first eight months of 1963 through the March on Washington. Uh, and just a little bit after that, it's a powerful story. The art is really, really cool. Um, just absolutely, um, absolutely wonderful. And I think the, the artwork is used really to great effect to communicate the emotion of the story, which is exactly what you want in a graphic novel, of course. Um, and you know, to, to see kind of a behind the scenes look, you know, from John Lewis's perspective on some of the biggest moments of the fight for civil rights here in the United States is just such an amazing, amazing thing. Um, so I really, 
I really enjoyed uh, this graphic novel. Uh, it's obviously very much um, apropos to the current moment uh, that uh, we find ourselves in, certainly in the United States, but around the world. And uh, the fact that, uh, you know, we, we find ourselves so much in situations where it seems like not as much has changed since 1962 or 1963 as uh, many of us feel things should have. Uh, it was interesting. I was talking to uh, my older uh, son uh, about some of the events that uh, are depicted in the graphic novel, uh, March Book Two. And, uh, you know, he was kind of making comparisons to what he has heard about or, or seen on the news or heard about in the news uh, over the past couple of weeks and, and just trying to process and wondering you know, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. It, it seems like, unfortunately, uh, in regards to civil rights and black lives, um, as well as, you know, whatever you might normally apply that, um, that phrase too. So, uh, really great book. Uh, highly recommend it. Obviously, uh, it's going to make the most sense to you if you read March book one first. Um, but, uh, but, but, I'm looking forward to getting and reading uh, book three. I, I think the first two were, were really excellent, and uh, I, I can't recommend them highly enough, especially if you enjoy graphic novels and especially if you are interested in learning more about the uh, civil rights movement in the United States and uh, seeing it maybe from a from a different perspective than uh, is often seen uh, when uh, you know when you learn about the civil rights movement, say in U.S. high schools. Uh, this is a, a, a much more personal, much more intimate look uh, and a much more behind the scenes look uh, at what's going on. I think there's a lot uh, that March Book 1 and March Book 2 have uh, to teach folks, uh, you know, here in in the world and, and particularly in the United States. The second graphic novel that I read and enjoyed, uh, this is one that I've been meaning to read for a while and finally got around to it. Uh, they Called Us Enemy by George Takei. And uh, of course, uh, folks know that I am a, a big science fiction fan. George Takei uh, played in the original series and movies, um, Lieutenant, later Lieutenant Commander, and Captain uh, Hikaru Sulu. And uh, it has obviously been an icon in kind of the science fiction community, voicing uh, other characters in uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars and others. Uh, and so I found this uh, this book uh, or this graphic novel really, really excellent. Again, uh, it's a behind-the-scenes look. It's a very intimate look. It's uh, autobiographical, and, but it really focuses in on uh, George Takei's early life and his experience um, as one of the young people whose families were uh, taken from their homes and were put in what were essentially concentration camps on American soil. And these, these were uh, American citizens. Um, it, you know, it is a dark uh, chapter in America's history. Um, one that, uh, thankfully, the uh, American uh, government, the U.S. government, made um, reparations for and uh, apologized for. 
uh, though, of course, no apology can ever undo the evil uh, that was perpetuated on these individuals. Um, nevertheless, th- this is a uh, this is a book that uh, I think is, you know, an- another one that's important to read, especially for those who may not be familiar with this aspect of World War II history. Um, it's it's often glossed over in documentaries. It's often glossed over in U.S. history books. Uh, we have a tendency to do that when we don't uh, like what a chapter of history maybe says about the U.S. government or the United States people. And so uh, we, we tend to gloss over that. And in any case, um, this great, um, the, the artwork, um, again, really, I think, works well to drive home the emotion. Uh, there were moments as I'm uh, reading this story where, you know, I was just tearing up because of what is taking place on the page and just how wrong uh, it was, and uh, some of some of uh, Takay's, uh, I don't know, uh, what, what, some of his observations that we kind of get in his narration of the story, I think, are really profound as well, uh, and really deserve to be to be heard or read, uh, listened to. Uh, so they called us enemy uh, by George Takay. Uh, excellent graphic novel. Uh, happy to recommend it to folks. All right, so those are the books that I read this past week. Again, two that are not strictly fantasy, um, but nevertheless, I think important reads, especially uh, given the the cultural moment that we find ourselves in. Um, educating ourselves, I think, is is really important, especially uh, for those who may not have experienced uh, the sort of uh, prejudice or um, you know, uh, an injustice personally that that people of color experience, and so I think it's it's very very important uh, for us to educate ourselves. And I think um, both the March series of graphic novels, as well as they called us enemy, are uh, both excellent ways to do that. What I have on deck, uh, my plan is this week to begin reading, hopefully complete, uh, the Kingdom of Liars by uh, Nick Martell. And this one that, as I mentioned last week, has been on my list for a while, and um, I'm finally getting to it. So uh, The Kingdom of Liars by Nick Martell is the first uh, book that I have uh, kind of on my my list for this coming week. Following that, I I actually don't have, um, well, I have plenty of books on my list, uh, but I'm not sure which one I will begin uh, following that. What I can say is that it will probably be um, one of the current year's uh, Spiffbo entries, and I am looking uh, very hard at uh, The Priestess of Ishana uh, by Judith Starkston, and this is one that uh, is kind of a historical fantasy-based uh, on the Hittite Empire, the Bronze Age Hittite Empire, which is just, um, it, it's an area of history that I have studied uh, at some length. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited to uh, to read someone's kind of um, historical fantasy take uh, on this. So we will, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I'm not 100% sure that'll be my next read after The Kingdom of Liars, but it, it certainly uh, has a good chance uh, of being so. Um, 
so that though that's kind of what I have on uh, deck and um, uh, you know I'm, I'm looking forward to that uh, whenever whenever I do uh, uh, get to it so we have um, a couple things one one in particular that I'm, I'm really excited about okay so we've gotten uh, you know the announcement regarding um, the uh, PlayStation 5, and it looks like a giant Wi-Fi router. You know, look, the design is what it is, right? Um, So, but one of the super exciting things uh, about uh, this announcement uh, was the announcement of Horizon Forbidden West. So this is the uh, sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Now, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was uh, excellent, excellent, excellent game. Uh, so much fun, and um, I actually, I, I really, I, I never. It, it's one of those games where they're like, you know, you can play for hundreds of hours, and I've I've played for probably sixty hours, and I'm not through like the main quest line. I haven't completed the game yet, and I need I need to do that because it's really good. But anyway, um, Horizon Forbidden West, awesome trailer dropped for this. If you haven't seen it, just search up uh, Horizon Forbidden West trailer. Um, it looks really cool. Um, the 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 first look, uh, just well, first of all, it's beautiful, uh, even more so than the original game. And I get it, trailers, you know you know, you can make things look a certain way or, 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 you know, not be accurate or, or whatnot, uh, you know, not be a true depiction of whatever, but it's just, it's really, really cool. Uh, and I cannot wait to see how, uh, how this kind of, uh, works itself out and, 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 and what we actually get with the game. I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. It certainly looks amazing, uh, and looks like it is going to be, um, an absolutely great time. So Horizon Forbidden West, uh, I am looking forward to it. Um, can't wait to play it. And this is, you know, I, I basically, I need another game, you know, one more game that, uh, I'm excited as excited about as I am about horizon forbidden West. And I will most assuredly be getting a PlayStation five. I mean, I probably am going to get one anyway. Um, but I'll be getting it sooner rather than later. Uh, if there's another game that I, that I'm looking forward to as much as horizon, uh, forbidden West. So, uh, very cool. Looking forward to that. Um, I think it's going to be um, excellent. We have um, that. That is what I have uh, for this week. Um, a reminder that uh, next week the physical uh, paperback uh, version of um, "We Ride the Storm" comes out. Um, that is officially. I think it's the. Um, I believe it officially comes out on the 23rd um, of June. So, you know, definitely uh, be on the lookout for that if you are not an ebook person or if you really want the, the the paperback, the physical that you can read. We Ride the Storm is an amazing story by Devin Madsen and well worth uh, you picking up if you haven't already done so then the physical on June 23rd. I'll probably say more about that next week uh, because I love this book and I think you will love it too. And I hope that you really uh, go take a look at it. So um, 
nevertheless, uh, that's not this week. That's next week. So uh, thank you so much for uh, sticking with me, for listening. And as always, Thank <sweak> you.